episode 41. You got your clapping? Yep. <laughs> got to respect the I production team. We got to respect the production team. They deserve a good clap or, yep. or a, a heavy snap. snap. Yep. Or a crack of a LaCroix. I've already cracked mine, so. <laughs> do you have one today? I do. Okay. I'm you trying rocking? to get off the Diet Coke a bit. You, you an addict, bro? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So wait, I thought the caffeine is the thing that makes people, I don't know anything about diet drinks. Wait, why Why are diet drinks so addictive? Because you're not the only one. I've got a lot of people in my life that love their diet drinks. Um, I mean, it's similar to just refreshing, cold, carbonated. There's got to be something else to it, though, right? It's a weird acquired taste. It's Aspartine? Like, what's it called? That's I don't know. I mean, people could gaslight me about drinking LaCroix. There's a whole thing about how there's certain chemicals in it that oh, are bro. terrible for you. The second something gets known as healthy, there's a 10,000 people yeah. to tell you it's not. Like, oat milk? I believe in that. That's not healthy, though. But, like, does anyone here know anything about Diet Coke and why people get, like, addicted to it? Anyone? Any insights? I think people just don't want to drink regular Coke because of the calories and the sugar. So, like, Diet Coke is, like... Do you think it tastes better, right? Um, I think a regular Coke tastes better. But the amount of sugar in soda is crazy. So you take a slight reduction in taste to feel better about the fact that you're doing something that's still bad, but less bad. Yeah. I like that. Caffeine, refreshing. We all die. I think I'm addicted to the taste, though. Like, yeah. I, I grew up not liking the taste. Yeah, I've never liked the diet drinks. You give me a diet root beer, like, Ugh! And then I forced a few down, and now I, like, crave that diet coke. The flavor. Life. Sometimes I want it's a good bizarre. root beer, you know, at the end of, like, it depends on what I'm eating. I feel like what I'm eating... Like, is there a meal that you have to have Diet Coke with? Any meal? <laughs> I, I just, love I the... love, like... Does the lady keep them on, on like, on, Oh, like yeah, we, we get Costco packs. Oh, yeah. Always keeping the fridge stocked. You drink a lot of water, though, too, right? Yeah, or I drink you a ton of water. Diet Coke in that thing this whole time. <laughs> like the Burt Kreischer <laughs> Kool-Aid. Burt Kreischer, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was not anything else. It was Kool-Aid, right? Yeah, it was Kool-Aid. Yeah. Like a 40-ounce jug of Kool-Aid. Oh. Maybe 80. That's all time. Yeah. All right. Well, we should talk marketing, shouldn't we? Probably. <laughs> we just didn't add for Diet Coke. Yeah. Way to go, Diet Coke. The best ever. So who do you got for advertising jealousy today? I got the golf pass. So Different than NBC or no, Golf Channel or anything? This is NBC. I actually never knew the connectivity between Golf Pass and Golf Now. So I use Golf Now as a free user, but I think if you have Golf Pass... Golf Now is for tee times. Yeah. Okay. So Golf Pass is connected to Golf Now. You get better deals through it. You get, like, instructor footage. You don't get, like, a live instructor. Oh, so Golf Pass isn't live streaming of events. It's, like, a content product to a certain extent? Yeah. So it looks like Welcome to Golf Pass featuring Rory. So it teaches you how to not suck or something like that? So you'll see the ad. Uh It, It kind of, like, I like how it goes after the country club feeling but it's more realistic and so they do like a comparison like your local of, municipal country club well they just compare it to a country club uh, so you can get the ties we'll, we'll watch, we'll watch the ad and then hey, we'll watch, talk about i don't know it. what it is so I'll, i am actually excited to see if i know what it is by watching the ooh, ad ooh. <laughs> just we'll see of, about that oh sorry i thought that'd be the point all right <laughs> <laughs> welcome to golf practice okay can we pause it real quick so it's not doing that thing can we back it? Like, it's all jittery. It's like buffering. Yeah, let's see. Thanks. Welcome to Golf Pass, the world's most remarkable golf club. It's only $99 a year for membership, so I better show you the golf course first. Members save over $350 a year in tee time bookings with Golf Now. If you're not limited to one course, you save on thousands. And if you play more, you need to play better. So you get 24-7 access to our head pro. And you'll receive $40 store credit with TaylorMade. Open it now. Join our remarkable golf club today. Play more, play better. Can we watch the beginning of that spot? Because I... And before you hit pause real quick. So Peter, as our resident producer, for the love of God, can you explain to me why there's no stabilizer and if this is on purpose? I guess they're going for like a... Like a walk and talk kind of look that they sometimes do in like dramatic TV shows, you know, where it's supposed to feel more like a, a documentary style. And so sometimes they have that kind of shaky cam. 
as if it's recently like though have you guys seen anything with shaky cam because that gave me like the spins and well, i haven't I seen think, that ever <clears throat> i don't know if when it was on tv it was different but it seems like the frame rate is yeah low. i thought it was buffering i so that's why i couldn't understand but then you could see the the angles change so i do think it i don't think it's the buffering i think that that's at a, a higher frame rate it would be smooth but if it's at like 30 frames per second can we find this, this on style, youtube it looks super choppy did you guys find this on youtube at all no this is on tv spot it might be on youtube let's find i just want to see because i do think that plays a huge part in this ad because i get a headache watching the beginning of it i mean i think it's the same it's a newer ad so i don't know if it's on because that's a website that like takes from live tv oh understood uh can we do this one national spot the same, I'm sure it's the same kind. The first ad at the top, yeah, with her. Thanks, I just want to see. Golf Pass connects you to the world's best players and coaches, including thousands of hours of exclusive expert instruction and content. So, what drives their game drives yours. Play more, play better. Golf Pass. Huh. Interesting. So what's your take on it? So, outside of the frame rate. Yeah, it just threw me off. I was like, what are we doing here, guys? Because, no, I think the camera moves. Like, watch, Brady. Just watch this. I just want you to see this. Watch the camera angle move, not the frame. See how it goes. Yeah, it's like Cloverfield. Yeah. (laughs) I couldn't stand that movie. Oh, it gives me like anxiety just thinking about it. Okay, yeah. keep going. So they, the one thing is they, they do move quick in the ad. It's a 30-second spot. They try to talk about the instruction and the access to all the courses and the golf now. And the play better part, which I thought was a weird angle. Like, I thought it was dope angle, but they didn't ex- nothing was expanded upon. Yeah, but I, I like what they were trying to do, which is take the comparison to country clubs just because, mm. especially in California, if, if yeah. I lived somewhere else, it would be more accessible. I don't know if it is like Texas bro was like $125,000. Yeah. I've looked into like Missouri, things like that. (laughs) But the thing with that is it's seasonal. It's seasonal. It's an all time quote from Brady. I've looked into Missouri. What were you looking into Missouri for? Haynes Valley is over there. We might do a family reunion there. I was trying to figure out how you got to Missouri. There's incredible golf in Missouri. Yeah. Tiger's course is in Missouri. Really? Yeah. Missouri. Yeah. It's the place they play the Ozarks, right? I think so. Anyone know that? No? Okay. I haven't seen the show. That's a good one. It's a little dark, but I know they have accents, and that's about it. Okay. I don't know if that's (laughs) joking. So so they they try to compare it to a country club, which is very difficult to have access to unless you're at, at like, an insane income bracket. Yeah. And so he's almost walking in like it's a country club. He's talking about it as a country club, but only costs – I think it was 99 a year. Um, and then when he shows the course, it shows kind of a virtual setting where you have access to all these courses and yeah. you save this money. And then the golf pro is a thing in a country club is there's mm-hmm. local pros you get lessons from, and that's a value prop of it. And so they bring in their proprietary content with Rory, I think is like the main sponsor of it. Yeah. Um, and they showcase like you can, train through this you can get better through this so that's why i liked it is yeah. you know country club in my mind is like that's the goal you got to get there and yeah. that's the premier golf and they kind of swoop into a lower level while still making the comparison of like oh i can get discounts i can play a lot i can get instructions i don't have to drop 80 grand initiation fees and pay five thousand a month have you ever wondered how weird that is because you only get to play one course I yeah. always thought that was very weird concept. I never understood it. It's why. I mean, my father-in-law, he retired, and so yeah. he's a, like a weekday member at Kodo, okay. and he plays four times a week, and it hasn't gotten old for him. Because, yeah, it's a, they have two courses, so you get to play two. Okay. But but you kind of just get addicted to the course, and you know every piece of the course. And Okay, so, you, so there is some type of emotion. I was always very genuinely, I was like, how do these businesses... Like, because I yeah. would just be, I get the social club aspect, whatever. Okay. But when it comes to the golf, the product, I feel like after even, uh, maybe this will be sacrilegious to somebody, but even let's say I'm a member at Augusta. 
Mm-hmm. How many times can you play it? I'm like, I'm a spice of life kind of guy, you know? Like, yeah. I want to try some different stuff, experience some new things, play different courses, see different areas, travel. Mm-hmm. It's a little, to me, maybe they still do that. Maybe they members, do. They're, but... they're all owned by groups. Okay. So there's parent companies. And do you so, get reciprocals? Because like in like the boating world. Yeah, it's, it's like the yacht club where you can go to other yacht clubs when you're traveling. It's similar yeah. to that. So you can play other courses in the group. If they're within their hold co or whatever. Yeah. So my father-in-law, he's in a monthly tournament okay. where they travel around and they play different clubs that are owned by now the parent getting, company. You had some competition, a little bit yeah. of travel. I'm a little more intrigued. Yeah. So that is a piece of the country club, but for the most part, you you're said just he's a weekly member. So that's like the weekday member. That's what I mean, a weekday member. Because he's he retired now, so he plays Tuesday to Friday every day, every week. That's way better too, by the way, because I'm sure it's faster rounds and everything. But then that means he also doesn't have he access. Pays less. That's what I say. So he doesn't have access on the weekends. No, Sunday Unless after noon. Separately. I yeah, think. Yeah. Okay, that's a very. I didn't know all this. Yeah, but it's super expensive. Like he's retired, yeah. he's done well, oh, yeah. so he's living living the dream. Well, as as it is for anyone, right? We're retired one day and get to do your hobbies yeah. all the time. And they have young executive rates where okay, they get the young people in. You kind of like pay into a long term. That's what I do with the boat. I have a J flag thing where I'm paying like not much. I got no minimums every month. Yeah, I think the membership's like 160 bucks a month, and you get to keep your boat at the front of the harbor, and it's way way better. Yep. But you don't have voting rights and all this other stuff. But all your dues go into your uh, token or your initiation, right? Same kind of concept. Interesting. So I think by them making this tie, they're attracting the mass audience to think, no, like, oh, I like if it. I get golf pass. This is your new club. It's, I it's essentially that. like the modern club membership. I love the theme. Hate the execution. I think is where <laughs> I get. I think you got to feel the same way yeah, to a certain extent thrown into like gopro software has built-in stabilization you could probably put this commercial in there and smooth it out yeah and allow the the script to breathe yeah they were moving quick i think they were inspired by the old spice ads just even i mean come on old spice has got shock factors so got a yeah who's the dude what's, what's a horse plus human what's that called again a centaur centaur yeah i mean he's a centaur that's amazing like <laughs> This is yeah, but the whole like now look over here, now look back at me. There was one moment was a... <laughs> in this ad where they <laughs> tried to replicate they that. Did do that. You're right. So I think you know they were going for no, they they went for it, and a the theme younger was brilliant. Generation. The theme was brilliant. To your point, I do think they make you feel like this could be your country club on both ads. So I could see this as a series. This is the way I would like it. Yeah. Where each of your value props of class pass is one ad. Is one ad. Just like the second one we watched. That was all training. No, I didn't think it was. It was still well, yeah, but they never showed me the training. Like I didn't love that ad either, for being honest, because at no point did I make a mental connection to believe I knew what the product would be like if I signed up. Mm-hmm. That's my only issue. Yeah, it was kind of vague. They did the split <laughs> screen. They had a like... Peloton. They're not Peloton. Do they have Peloton <laughs> classes? I Peloton has classes. That would be a deal if they had Peloton I don't know. Classes. That's where I got stuck was just the execution. Because for me, I thought some of the cool things is play better, play for less, I think that they said. So it's if you're going to play more, play better. So now that you have access oh, to golf now with that's... discounts, you can play more. And now that you're playing more, you should be playing better. Are they so two you apps? Get access to... Do I still need both apps? I'm sure. Yeah, they're separate. Like I use golf. I don't have golf pass, but I yeah. use golf now. But golf, I could get better rates if I had golf pass. Golf but you have pass. to pay the monthly SAS fee, I'm sure, or something. Yeah, right? it's like an annual annual okay fee. Um, yeah, I just wish they really broke down the the coaching. I had no imagine. I don't even know. Okay, so like, how does it work? I would have loved to see someone at a driving range. Use it like how do you? Mm-hmm. Do you have to put it on a tripod? Do yeah. I have to go back to my bag and watch it? How, what's the training experience of leveraging the app to lower my score? I can't actually imagine it. I don't know. Like, what is Rory doing on the app? Is, yeah, I think it's all videos. And they try to do it on the second ad by showing, like, the putting video. And then the person the had, like, a, a cup on the carpet. So that it shows, the... like, oh, you can watch this video. But at home, you just put a cup down and replicate. I wish they would have brought me into the phone. And then showed me like they pressed the button. Yeah. Like 
and then they that went full width. Like, there's just some yeah. ways to because for me, yeah, I'm still stuck with like, is it better than what I have for free on YouTube? Like, I can look up a lot of golf instruction. How much do you save on the courses by having class pass? The twenty five percent lower. They than mentioned golf now? annually like three hundred something dollars. Right after they said the price is ninety nine. I don't know if that's on average. If that's how a many round. That's all. <laughs> the execution. Yeah, it was quick. They tried to squeeze a lot into. I think that's just a good warning for all our listeners. Thirty too. seconds. Thirty seconds ain't a lot of time. <laughs> if you got four or five value props, maybe turn it into a series. Yeah. And focus each one. You could do like I had this concept of like iterative retargeting, where essentially it's like frequency capped retargeting. So let's say you do a series, right? So you're here and you got golf pass, and you've got five value props of golf pass, and then I can build a sequential journey. And then once my total addressable market has seen my first ad eight times as a collective group, I put them in the second, or I can dynamically take people out of the first group, put them in the second once they get past eight, mm-hmm. and it just slowly filters through. But I love that concept of like frequency capping and then campaign delivery at scale because then you could take an ad like this, have four of them, and then really hone in on – like I think if you hit me with four different reasons why I should have Golf Pass and you really explained them well, brought me into the app, made me understand it, I might actually download the app. Yeah. I just don't know if you cram it into a 30-second spot if that's going to happen. Yeah, and it gives you more data. Like you can see do you get the most signups on ad four. And if you do, try add four and slot one and see if you get signups before, in that case, add three. Yep. And just really start measuring it. But I like where your head's at. I'm with you. And I'm surprised. Like I said, I found this through TV spots. Like I always go on my phone to try to prep for the show and my ads are terrible. They know I love golfing and I did not find this on like my Instagram feed or anything like that, where I think the sequential retargeting would be a best fit. Yeah, and maybe if you have golf now, then, right, conditional logic, you get golf pass ads. But you have golf now on your phone. Yeah. But you've never got a golf pass ad. No, and I have... Um, so that's just a weird distribution like I have a profile. Strategy. They have my first party data. That's what I'm saying. That's a weird distribution strategy to have all of Brady's data in golf now and leverage none of it to promote golf pass. I do use a different email than what I have for my Facebook and Instagram. Naughty, naughty, naughty. Could be it. I don't know. <laughs> but They still, might be trying. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know enough about... We don't, frankly, advertise that many app-first companies. They're mostly web apps than mm-hmm. they are mobile apps. But, yeah, it's interesting. All right, let's talk about mine. Completely different. Experiential. I eat Cheez-Its on the golf course. Yeah, you do. There's a tie. Yeah, you do. All right, so, shall we? Cheese it stop pop up in Joshua Tree. One need it cheese it. So sick. Those are fresh. Those are soggy. I like the soup. It. I love that tagline. Which is really a marketing campaign. Yeah. Experiential campaign. It is. Now, I really like the want it, need it, cheese it. I love that. And how they use the it for like soup it and other things to integrate it all. What's your take on it? I could use some cheese its right now. Yeah, maybe you want <laughs> one, right? Yeah, I like I like I've seen more pop ups 
Yeah. Lately, I think it's smart to do it in Joshua Tree, road trip type destination. It seems like the station is already a thing. Yeah, I think it's probably used for pop-ups. Yeah, it seems like a retro gas station that people might go to and take photos at. So they use an already iconic place. Yep. I thought they did a very good job at refurbishing it for all cheese it like the accent the wall had cheese and yeah i think that cowboy with the gas pump is already there but they just branded the gas pump to say cheese it that's a whole other thing yeah this whole guy who makes those large characters yeah. so i think it's smart i'm i'm curious how many people like went out of their way to go to the pop-up versus drove by it and experienced it see i wanted you to get to that point i don't think it has anything to do with that i think it's social baby because you need physical to go digital these days. Yeah. Right? Like, you need physical to go viral digitally and get your distribution. So what I loved about the campaign and what I wanted to see, and I was going to see if Scarlet could help us out, is if you could check out Cheese It on TikTok for us. Because I'm of the opinion that the value of a campaign like this is not people going to Joshua Tree. But instead, the value or even people visiting it so much as the people distributing it if they visited. And I wonder if they invited influencers and stuff like that to the pop-up. Yeah, there's the guy. Keep scrolling. I see him. Okay. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. See the comment? I like that. Every this was great, but everything available for purchase was sold out by Saturday, June tenth. I guess it worked pretty good, Brady. Yeah, they were sold out by Saturday. What else do we got? Do we have any like? Uh, let me see this one. Oh, things about the cheese it stuff that just makes sense. Let me see that one. I want to see if we... I don't know how to see this. <laughs> I love the... Yeah. Maybe the girl sitting crisscross with like 300,000 views doesn't seem like an employee of it. Yeah, let me see. Oh, it's posted by Cheez-It. Yeah, but she's in Joshua Tree, right? crazy big bag how'd that get 300 i don't understand the internet anymore same i'm losing my touch guys yeah i was hoping it wasn't posted by jesus oh, see i love the purse too like i love the purse the cheese it purse oh let me see that too i'm, I'm obsessed with their marketing i love that i love it I'm obsessed with Jesus. I wanted to see. Is there a way to see how, how who shared it? At so all? at the top, there was like a category, but there's only three posts in it. This is on Cheez-It's page. Yeah. How do you tell if like, do you got to search Cheez-It? Okay. Yeah. Oh, maybe on the Cheez-It, did they give us a pop-up that we can then search for? You got to sign in. You know who also doesn't know my login? <laughs> Let me see if I can find it on the gram. Yeah, what about Instagram? Can we try Instagram, Scarlett? Cheese it. Yeah. Garrett Murray, perfect. Yeah, because to me, the value of this campaign is what how people like distribute it, if that makes sense. And we want that. Cheese it pop up 39 posts. There we go. Okay. What did cheese it tag it as? Can we go to just cheese it and then see what they tagged their hashtag as just so we make sure we get it right? Because then maybe we could find it. Joshua Tree Cheese It was pretty high up on the list, actually, right there. Let's see. Yeah, I found videos just looking up the cheese it hashtag. Okay, hashtag cheese it. Maybe just go that simple. Yeah, it's yeah. tough to. Even if they try to get people to use a certain hashtag, right. I think that's no. Yeah, it's, oh, like, look at the shoe. Like this <laughs> stuff is good. Um, 
Yeah, it's a lot of... Let's see how many of the posts keep scrolling. Let me see. I want to see how often. Like, there we go. Any views on those? Just huh? a couple comments. That's pretty sick. Yeah, because, like, to me, what I would do if I were to do this pop-up, and I'm sure they did, it was just, like, invite all the influencers, you know? Mm-hmm. But how you get someone to drive all the way to Joshua Tree for Instagram posts? Maybe I don't understand the influencer game. Scarlett, you know more about the influencer game. Would people drive all the way out there to Joshua Tree? I think so. But also, like, it's cheese it It's not like a... It's not Revolve? Yeah, or like a yeah. fashion brand. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, like, Revolve crushes this. this like, is... they can't wear a Cheez-It. Because we died. Well, they were all sold out, Scarlett. Everybody bought the Cheez-Its. We've done, like, Lululemon <laughs> pop-ups in Hawaii where it's a pop-up shop and they do these iron-on prints, which okay. they do at every Lulu in Hawaii, but, like, this pop-up had, like, special okay. decals, that Hawaii you could only. only get there kind of thing. Yeah, in and out just did a pop-up in Japan. And that one went crazy when it come, came to like the line for it. Well, In and Out, yeah, In and Out's on a different brand level. Than That's why I though. think to Scarlet's point, like Cheez-Its is kind of a tough one, but they're kind of becoming one, and I'm like really proud of them, impressed with them. Like, it takes a lot of creativity to do something like this. Yeah, and I think there's certain influencers who are like, yeah, this is fun, this is quirky. I do love Cheez-Its. That's I think an important part of it. I usually don't talk about how much I love cheese it's because it makes me channel. look like a fatty, but here we go. All right. Like, I think that's kind of also like how often do people be like eating like crap today? Like, yeah. especially when a lot of the influencers are like, have a different vibe. How many likes did he get? I was just curious. Can we see that? Good photos. A thousand. Yeah, great photos. They got the cool little car. Yeah. yeah. The red shirt. Thanks for coming by. <laughs> Yeah. I think, I mean, it's a pretty good coverage. I mean, it's a lot of posts about the event. Cheese It Stop. Maybe that's the tag they were using. Cheese It Stop. I don't know. But I think it's just good as is. Yeah. Like without influencers, just being there, families driving through, kids wanting to see it. They now have Cheese It's in the car. I know. And it how gets them back on this? the snack game for just the dry bro how much can you sell a cheese it bag for like a 250 no, three but it's like the long-term play there's so many snack options now to shop for for your kids so if you get them liking cheese it's again oh i like that the lifetime value of a child like parents Cheez-Its. may have forgotten how much they like cheese it's too i do love cheese it's because like we'll give them to my daughter and then i can always just go like, oh yeah when they're it. in the house i <sighs> devour them devour them <laughs> so I, I think that's the play is like just get them in more cars get them on the road trip get them snacking on cheez-its again and then ideally they i like go the home swag though like and the they bag. buy more the, like some of the swag stuff they do is pretty sick like the one yeah, would you cheese use it? it like i went to when Heck i was in bend no. the last blockbuster <laughs> ever is in bend i saw it so we went in Lindsay, there yes did a photo and video. there were sweatpants just blockbuster blue, blockbuster up the leg. You got them, right? No, I didn't get them. Whoa, really? I was so close. I'm like, oh, it's nostalgic. I might even wear these at home. What was home. the price point? Did you look at how much they cost? Dude, I didn't even, I think 30 bucks, like nothing crazy. <sighs> but I didn't get them. I was like, I was close though. Blockbuster and chill, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, Jesus. I love the campaign. I thought they were really creative with it. I had to bring this to the show. I don't know. I don't see a lot of pop-ups that I think are this well executed. They get Yeah, picks. they win all in. All in. And that's what I'm pretty that we're like, worth it for the cars. I don't know about it. Worth it for the cars. <laughs> Bro, I mean, look how expensive like this must be. Yeah, but it sounds like you buy a lot there. Yeah. It doesn't sound like they're just giving those duffel bags out for free. Oh, for just one week. Oh, it's a week. I wonder if... And they sold out. I think they are actually selling product and yeah. they sold out. And they sold out. Way to go cheese it. Well, great marketing still exists. Way to go cheese it. Very, very cool. I don't see any snaps, though. Those are the new. And now they just got 3 million impressions from us. So, you know, <laughs> good job cheese it. Better open up the pop-up again. <laughs> I love it. All right. Let's talk award shows, Brady. I heard there's a big one going on right now. Yeah, what is it called, Brady? <clears throat> I think it's Canes. Connex. <laughs> we were off air. And we were trying to think of the topics we wanted to go with today. And when he said Canes, I was like, yep, Why, we're have doing... Have you guys heard of Canes? <laughs> I was like, Con? <laughs> I don't even know if I say it right, if we're being honest right now, but I'm pretty sure it's Con. Yeah, Peter, I got your approval over there. Yeah, it's Con Film Festival. So it's a film festival? Yes. It 
I thought it's for ad dudes. The main thing is films. So, like, that's where, like, you know, like, Pulp Fiction premiered back in the day. Like, a lot of times, like... I thought it was Sundance. Big, uh, that's, that's, like, American's version of that. And this is the French one. This is the French one. It's very, like, high esteem. Like, a lot of, like, the winners from Con end up going on to, like, be nominated for, like, Oscars and that kind of thing. So, like, Parasite would premiere at Con. That kind of yeah, that film? Kind of thing. Yeah, okay. I never saw it, but I would just... I can talk popular culture. Um, now, I thought it was an award show for advertising. Is it that also? It It is. They kind of or cover, we just pay for it. They kind of cover, like, everything okay. at, at Con Film Festival. The main focus is film, but it's all types of, like, film, advertising, et cetera, and stuff. Okay. I mainly just hear about it normally because of, like, film awards, but they do all sorts of... Uh, media anything okay. that has to do with like media let's go to agencies will you on that bottom right Scroll up. you want to subscribe real quick i can filibuster so what i'm just curious about here is who's open athens they're not using gmail or something they're gonna use open athens have you ever heard of open athens for one click maybe it's like a french thing because in france right South yeah. of France? Yeah. Okay. So I know about this because this is where all the big creative ad agencies historically like win their awards. So while we're looking at Con and she's kind of pulling it all up, I guess my question to you, Brady, is like, so you do been doing sales at Directive on the calls for how long now? How many calls do you think you've done? I don't know how many calls. I've been dedicating the role for a year. Okay. But then throughout my career here, I've always yeah been involved, been a part of it. But how many calls do you think this last year? Probably over a thousand. Yeah. Okay, I would agree. So let's say you've done a thousand calls. At what point has a prospect asked you what awards we have won in Never. a thousand calls? But I think that's the difference between like this the media space because when I was diving into these and I was like I. I personally don't love the ads. Oh, I like that. But it's like all the ad age topics of the big media agencies and Coca-Cola stopped working with this person. So that means the drama. Yeah. New yeah, media yeah. agencies. The accounts take under over. review. Who's going to win it? Walter Thompson or Ogilvy, right? Cause I was trying to think like, you know, we've obviously been evolving as a company over the past decade watching Scarlet figure this out. is kind of entertaining though, but it, it almost feels like there's still a gap to entering this type of media space. There is like, I almost think you work at a large company for years. You're the best person, creative director there. You do your own spin off. Everyone knows about you because you just left Ogilvy. Then you launch your first yeah, new campaign. Yeah, you launch your first con. campaign and behind Ogilvy's back and you took their client and now a new media agency has been born. So the Lions is the award ceremony. Yeah. And when you win, I think you get a Grand Prix. Which is, I'm guessing, shaped like a lion. <clears throat> I don't know. I Can we go to okay, so go to Formula uh, One when I first uh, saw it? Can you go to awards, maybe? And then let's go to Conline Awards. I love how the menu just totally changed on you, Scarlet. And now it's like, can't find it. Is that Obama? Because <laughs> that came out of nowhere. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I thought that was Obama. Am I missing? <laughs> that looks like Obama, Could be right? a piece of Beeple art. Oh, that's <laughs> an interesting one. Beeple does um, that all the time. <laughs> I love it. Um... Maybe go to, I mean, Ad Age has it all over right now. Everyone winning. I know, but what happened to the menu thing where she could see agencies? I just <laughs> wanted to see which agent. She was on a website that was working. What what happened to that website we were on? This is not the same one. The other one you were on. What the heck happened? It was con. Where did you... <laughs> what about the work the lion's entry one maybe over there on the other page to in the tab above it like to your top tab 
just next to YouTube, the work between where you're at now and yeah, this is where we maybe hit learn so try more. Try reloading, maybe. Love the work. That's where you were, is all I'm trying to say. You were right here on this page when you created your account. Yeah. We meant learn more. Is it gonna let us? Then hit the menu. Cause I think you already signed in. See the little face thing right there. So click menu top right. Uh, menu top right. Yeah, and then go to agencies. This is all I wanted to see real quick. I just want to see who participated. Because I think. <laughs> Never mind. One of the agencies built the site. No. Yeah. Um, and it's also showing 902,000 results. So I don't know if it would. Yeah. So, all right. Well, this is great. We talked about Khan. Thanks for that, team. We did great there. I understand. <laughs> There's like four different websites, none of which helped us with anything. I don't know what I signed up for. <laughs> you, when you I became the laptop lady, this is what you signed up for somehow. <laughs> I don't understand where it went. It's live user experience. Yeah, it is. Auditing. Yeah. Online, this is what it's like for everyone to fin- figure it out. Um, I have never heard anyone ask me in my whole career in 10 years of doing this what awards I've won. So, I would argue for the performance marketing world, it's not as important now yeah. or care when I tell them which ones we have won. <laughs> it doesn't, they don't seem to give a rat, they don't care. And so, because we used to do US search awards, so I'll show you like our industry awards, Scarlett, if you could pull them up. Sorry, I got you when you were drinking water. But the uh, U.S. Search Awards, we don't advertise them. Which is even... So the way I figured out how you win awards is you just pay enough on the submissions that if you don't win any, they don't think you'll keep paying. I know that's not as authentic as everybody wants to hear. But I've found it to be very hard. It was all digital when we were doing it because it was during covid we put them on our website. Maybe they're good social proof. Maybe they improve conversions. But if you look at the categories, they have like our whole industry in here, like best healthcare, PPC campaign, mm-hmm. best e-commerce SEO, best use of search finance, right? So we submitted to a bunch of these and we won, uh, I think, a bunch of them. But I don't think it did anything for us, if we're being completely honest. There's no notoriety. There's no fame. There was no, oh, my God, directive. And our pipeline blew up agency of the year like i haven't really seen maybe if you win a big award it's good for the pr i i what's your take on do you think award shows and this whole industry is relevant still i mean i just no one asks us about it no one cares yeah i mean i think we we covered it a while ago when we talked about awards and we concluded it doesn't really matter did we talk about on this show a long time ago 40 episodes ago or something okay i don't remember it um do you, Scarlett? No. Peter, you remember the awards? That would have been before me. I'd put no. money on it. <laughs> I'd, I'd put money on it. <laughs> He's going to find it tonight. I might not Brady. be posted anywhere. It could have <laughs> yeah, been a, yeah, yeah. a scrubbed episode. But, <laughs> <a> scrubbed episode. <laughs> um, but I, to your point, I do think maybe the badge, hard to measure. Hard to measure. But it's almost like the as seen on TV gimmick where those are just agent PR agencies who land a blog post on CNN.com and then you can say as seen on CNN and things like that. Yeah. Like it could be immediate confidence. Like, Oh, they're legit. Yeah. They won awards. Like they're out there. But outside of that in our space, I don't think it means much. I don't know much about the massive media agency. Kane. Yeah. I don't know much about Kane's. (laughs) Um, So if you win a con, I don't know if business, Pepsi's leaving their current media agency because you just won con. I think it's just a giant (laughs) industry meetup at con is what I would say it is. So that's how I heard out about it. It was a meme on an agency Instagram page I follow about your company sending you to con and then just getting drunk and skipping sessions because you went to a pool party. You wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. We would never go to south of France and just avoid the corporate every session every session detailed notes deep relationships networking like crazy yep. that's you and me definitely we're big award show guys can you imagine us? i remember we went to one of these remember that when we used to do uh we would advertise we would go to we went to a handful we went to unbounces well we went to one though that's in this same industry remember it was all brand marketers 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, remember that? The and we were... A&As? A&A, A&A. yeah, baby. We went to the A&A for B2B. Remember that? Yeah. And the big guys there were Gyro. Remember that? And they had yep. this whole experiential marketing booth and all this stuff. And you and I were there like, we get you results. And they're like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, we're a global freelance network with 500,000 employees that aren't full-time but <laughs> but we'll count them. We'll let them do work for you. It was a weird. Remember how weird that was when we were talking to everybody? We were the only people that were like, what's the ROI? Yeah, how much actually money? talk about performance? Yeah, we're like, well, how, how much pipeline does that drive? And they're like, pipeline? Yeah. <laughs> so it is a whole other world. I like their world. It's like, come up with a cool campaign, advertise it like crazy on TV, and then hopefully revenue goes up. I mean... Yeah, that's I mean, a better gig than what you and I got, where they can log in every day and be like, "Why'd you do this?" <laughs> the Serena Williams one I found. They did talk about organic. Can we see it? Yeah, can we go on YouTube? Serena Williams AI, right? Yeah, it's something evolving. Con. Yeah, wins the Grand Prix. Yeah, never done evolving. All right, never done evolving. Digital craft Grand Prix. AKQA. Winner. People love AKQA. I don't know if it's actually AI. It might just be. Oh, machine learning got you again. whatever that difference is can we oh way to go peter there we go oh uh, yeah. uh, How about the... no yeah, case study. let's try it let's see if it works yeah this is it yeah there it is i'm just so grateful because yeah you got me here on August 9th, 2022, Serena Williams announced her retirement. I love the copy in the form. Two days later, Nike released a year-long study. How the a showcase of sick. what it takes to stay on top for over two decades. From fear, insecurity, nervousness, to power, experience, mental toughness. This is Never Done Evolving, featuring Serena Williams, an AI study in the form of avatars that reveals the evolution needed to become the greatest of all time. We analyze all data and footage from official tournaments throughout Serena's career. Machine learning was able to model each era's playing style, decision-making, shot selection, reactivity, recovery, and agility, creating the most accurate virtualization ever done with an athlete. Serena's avatar's data is being used to improve techniques for young athletes and product technology. It's a first-of-its-kind approach in the sports industry. To make it accessible and inspiring to everyone in the world, we turn the study into a live virtual match. Starring 17-year-old Serena, the age she won her first Grand Slam, against 35-year-old Serena, the age she won her 23rd Grand Slam. The game was the result of more than 130,000 games generated using vid-to-player technique, developed by Stanford University. At every point one, Josh Chappelle showcases the study's main insights. Well, you can just see the power on these serves from 2017 Serena Williams. We're all extremely passionate about sport. When we look at the data we capture, there's beauty in that. The lines and curves, it's like a symphony. The game broke all Nike's organic views records on YouTube and spread across mass media courts. I mean, this level of excellence is kept over so many decades. It's just... I feel it's more of like an evolution of Serena. That's pretty dope. Now, who won? Did they not tell us? That wasn't really the ad. Is there an ad? I mean, that was the campaign, Pain, which is dope. Okay, okay. <clears throat> and so I get it produced that match, the 17 year old versus however old she was in 2017. So I love it. I think one of the things I take away from this when I watch it is what greatness takes when it comes to campaigns or advertising is you have to do something remarkable to come up with a campaign that good. It's pretty remarkable to map out every single solitary shot she took and then put it into an AI builder to have two avatars play each other. That's, yeah. That's, that's remarkable. And that idea was big enough, innovative enough, cool enough, technical enough, powerful enough that hopefully it did something for Nike's tennis sales. I don't say that sarcastically, but hopefully it did something for Nike's tennis sales. 
especially in the women's category. And then also had a, I love the social impact component that Nike does such a good job integrating of like the next generation, the next Serena. Now, mm-hmm. I don't think it talks about the fact that has anyone ever here ever seen another tennis player in their life that had the physical traits of Serena Williams? They ignore that no. part. I've never seen that. I mean, that is a big, strong, powerful, athletic woman who is groomed. I didn't get to watch the movie. Do you watch the movie? No. I didn't watch the movie. Dang. This would have been a better topic. I watched the movie. Did anyone here watch the movie? Is it similar to no, like... No, but I've done a lot of research on Serena Williams. Yeah? Yeah. She was pretty... Like, she was groomed for this. And... Yeah, her dad would... Maybe I have watched the movie because I don't know how I know all this. Yeah, but, me... um, yeah, her dad every day. Yeah. Kind of like the Tiger there. documentary. I'm guessing similar. very similar. Okay. Now, there's other body types similar to Tiger, to be honest. Yeah. I haven't seen anyone as big, powerful, strong, and athletic as Serena Williams. Like, have you seen her on a court with the other girls sometimes? I'm like, well, this one's over. I know who I'm betting on. Yeah. Like, Serena's going to win this one. And, and that part's remarkable, too. And they never talk about that, which I always find interesting as an ex-athlete. It's like, I could try real hard, but I don't look like LeBron so or Serena Williams, so I'm not going to be them. But I think the cool part of it is the way – Think about how much effort went into that ad campaign. Imagine us and the clients who thought our form to be like, imagine you and I pitching that to one of our customers. Yeah. That kind of a campaign. <clears throat> There's nobody we know. I think the cool part is like you have to have the Nike account to do this kind of work to a mm-hmm. certain extent. Like There's no universe where any of our customers would ever do anything like this. In B2B? Yeah. I mean, it's a blank canvas to start. I guess you could go after a company with this initial idea saying, hey, we have the engineers. We've done a proof of concept using this data. We they think need we the can, budget, though. Right? We can take all of Serena Williams' matches and and do this campaign. We'd have to have a relationship with Stanford's like yeah. MBA students in the AI department or something, which is, I'm sure is what this is, like a master's project for one of their classes. Because I would do class, like when I was doing my MBA, I would do like the stats <clears throat> class. We would do like a program for the local, for a local like company. And we would build out a full statistical model and stuff for them on things they were doing. Mm-hmm. So I could see how that was, the Stanford was a part of that. But it's amazing. It's brilliant. I wish I had one customer who would even not laugh me out of the room if I <laughs> pitched something like this. Yeah, it's a cool creative idea. Yeah. But I'm just curious, as marketers, we love it. And I think in the ad agency world and everyone at the cons awards, it's like, oh, awards. man, like yeah. I wish I thought of that, but it's all made for the market, not for these small groups of Correct. people. So I'm just, they talked about the organic views. They talked about news. Yeah. The guardian and hundred bills. Yeah. News segments. Serena was being interviewed talking about it. So it made an impact outside of like the niche agency world. I just don't know how much, so if we go in here, I mean, you would think then that the match, right, between Serena Williams versus AI, can you search on Google? Let's see where it's hosted. Yeah. yeah that's, that's interesting. So yeah, they said it was the biggest organic yeah. video Nike's posted, something like that. Serena. Maybe type in Serena Williams virtual match might be it. Yeah, because I haven't actually seen it, if we're being totally honest, Same. and never, and I'm pretty plugged into sports media for like just straight up, and I've never seen it. Uh, is it on YouTube? No, there it is. Full match: Three Williams versus Serena Williams. Is that up? You scroll up. It's the versus Venus. Oh, Venus. Yeah, that's yeah. not. What's the sister thing? Yeah, so for it being somehow the most viewed video, why isn't it viewable? What am I missing here about the distribution strategy? I'm like, I'm glad it won an award. Uh, it's a really cool concept, but I haven't literally heard of it. Same. I mean, I'm pretty plugged into sports. I'm pretty if it's plugged a... into Serena Williams. And like, you never heard I of it? I watch a lot of tennis. Yeah? Yeah, and I never heard of it. Is she your goat? Yeah. Okay. Serena Truther, I like that. You've never heard of it. Mm-mm. I'm intrigued now. I am too. And I tried to find it and we can't, yeah, right? So the numbers could have just been like, can we go to Nike? Maybe it's on Nike. First day of posting. I don't, 
I mean, it won the a couple award, new segments. Your... Like that's not too crazy. Yeah, click on that right there from uh, YouTube. That one, yeah. And then let's see if maybe there's a link to it, like down below in the description. Can we... There. Awards. Yeah, so credits, ad agency, design, production, country. Where the heck is the video? I'm intrigued by the... Uh, well, yeah, I want to discover it now. This is even more AI commercial. Yeah, yeah, there you go. No. That's that same video. Dream Crazier? That's four uh, years ago. Yeah, different campaign. What the heck is going on right now? They won this huge award. It's the biggest campaign ever. Yeah, we can't find it? Can we go to Nike.com? This is what I'm talking about, award yeah, shows. Kind of I point. mean, this is literally, to my point earlier, let's go to Nike and let's just see even if we go to, like, women's tennis, if it's even... So, go to, like, uh, women and then... Do we have tennis anywhere? Yeah. So, I'm, I would imagine this is, like, the takeover. Who's the Japanese lady? Who's American? Is she American, Japanese, or Japanese? I think she's Japanese-American. Wrong. Sorry. Japanese-American. <laughs> but she's... I know she's... What's her name again? Uh, Osaka? I forget her name, but I love... When she asks her component, do you like to be called Jenny or Jennifer? And then she responds, Jenny. And then she refers to her dude as Jennifer. Well, like mental right after. warfare. I love that. No, I just made a mistake. But... Oh, dude. I thought that was this mental warfare. No, I, was... I thought it was hilarious. Okay, uh, so I have no mention of it here. Let's go to the bottom right. I saw Serena on that drop down for a millisecond. Yep, there she is. Hidden underneath featured. Oh, well, shoes are pretty sick. I got to yeah. admit. I like those top right ones. Or top left, sorry. Not the top right. My, whoo, I didn't want to be clear for everybody. Yeah, top left. Those are aggressive. <laughs> yeah, those are aggressive. So, what are we talking about here with this most beautiful campaign? I can't find it. I just want to watch Serena. Yeah, I do want to see the match. I like, want to see it. What were the graphics like? Yes. They're talking about how this is the greatest campaign <laughs> ever made. and. I mean, the data didn't really add up in my mind. They said 130,000 matches, but they were comparing two years of her career. So that's 65,000 matches per year. Doesn't really make sense to me. There's nothing. Uh, Is this whole thing fake? It said watch Serena play herself. That was different. I saw it. It was like, it was probably. Can we go to AKQA? Let's see if they promote because they won the award, right? They're not. Pro- Nobody cares. <sighs> Future lines, maybe under community. Wow, that's pretty cool. Graphic, not gonna lie. Brief key dates. Oh, that's pretty sick. Creative. This is I probably like, the I like second view on this page this year. <laughs> You're so savage. It's <laughs> a really cool I need page to find this match. So this is their own spot, I guess. I don't understand. Okay, so this is maybe how they attract new talent. Oh, they want you to do a campaign for Volvo. I think that's what it is. So scroll down. So it's like, since this founding, Volvo has been a brand that is popular first. They've made their mission to make blah, blah, blah. In 2023, we're asking young people to protect what is most important about our home planet, life itself. How can we pioneer to use technology to protect people and make them feel safe? And then they give you a brief. And then I think you can come up with a campaign, which is cool. But I guess what I'm really struggling with right now, Scarlett and Brady and Peter is, they just won the biggest award of all the award shows, and I can't find the ad on the internet. Yeah. So what are we talking about? Like, I don't know if ads are even made from the campaign or if the match was the final product and we can't find that match anywhere. Never heard about the match in the first place. Or at least give me a data report of the match, even if it's not a visual match. Have a pay-per-view event and get a ton of press about that. 
I just don't understand what the point of a freaking award show is for the best ad ever that no one's yeah. ever seen. Should we look at one more just to see like Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm losing my mind. That over was here. the digital craft category winner. If we can just choose another winners and shortlist, yeah. Let's see what they got going on here. There we go. Back for the love the work.com. So maybe digital craft? That we can look at runner ups. That was the Serena one. Oh, yeah, but I mean, it's not so even wrapped real. on platform. Okay, so Spotify. Spotify wrapped is pretty dope. Yeah, I don't we, know. We've talked that about we it. That we all saw, so I don't know how that yeah. one. How about transparency card? Let's try that one. If any of the agencies wanted to build a workable website, that would have been nice. You are subscribed and signed in. All right, never mind. Can we try that somewhere else? Can yeah, we we just find hit it? back and copy paste it. Yeah. This website's a hellhole. Transparency card, Congresso M Foco, AKQA again. Gorillas is still around. Okay. Let's do that one. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, they give you that sex factor that they just do so good, these guys. Like, they make... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like They, they should design a... the website for the I know. Cons. Can we apply? Let's see it. The lack of transparency allows Brazilian politicians to spend public money like nobody's watching. But what if keeping track of public money was as easy as keeping track of your own money? The Brazilian digital news portal, Congresso in Focal, created Transparency Card, a card that turns mobile wallets into a tool against corruption. Politicians' spending data is open by Brazilian law, though they intentionally made it extremely complex to access. Our system made it simple. It analyzes multiple government databases, delivering spending data updates of over 500 politicians so in real time by push notifications. With no need for an app or a web app, it uses a native feature of phones, the mobile wallet. Just access our website, select the politicians you want to watch, and add their cards. Every time they spend taxpayers' money, the entire country feels it directly in their wallets. Accessing spending history is also <laughs> easy, like any credit card. The innovation was launched four weeks before the elections, when the president imposed secrecy orders to hide his own spending data. With thousands of active cards and millions of notifications sent, it empowered Brazilians to hold politicians accountable. And even served as an investigation source for journalists from other news portals, helping to boost transparency as a crucial elections topic. O Congresso em Foco lança o cartão da transparência. Você receber no seu celular um aviso toda vez que esse político que você votou fizer um gasto. Isso tudo sai do nosso bolso e nós temos o direito de saber. After the new president's election, this happened. A lei de acesso à informação voltará a ser cumprida. So every single hidden expense was added to our platform, plus all the newly elected Congress members in Brazil. Transparency Card is an ongoing project, ever-evolving and globally scalable. Transparency Card. It's your money. You should know how it's spent. I'd like that for the U.S. Yeah, you didn't get the Gavin Newsom French Laundry notification during COVID. He dropped $20,000 <laughs> on a bottle of wine for his restaurant that's still open. Interesting. No, we all heard I, about it, but... <laughs> wow. Now that, by the way, AKQA, that's a hell of an ad. I gotta... <laughs> I mean, the video is phenomenal. Yeah. The creative, the font. What's the business the music. Model? Who cares? It's a cool concept. It's just a campaign for the people. Whoa, 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 it doesn't make... Yeah, yeah, This is just for the people. I wonder who paid for it. I don't know. Maybe... Non-profit? A good politician? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> or someone yeah. who knows, like, the ins and outs on how this works. <laughs> good luck finding one. Yeah. Um, but... If I pay for it, don't put me on the platform. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're excluded. Scroll for us real quick, Scarlet, will you? Thanks. <laughs> you 
Dang. I love it. It's really, really clever. I wish it was more of a database. I don't want alerts from politicians on my phone, but separate issue. But I think the concept's really, really cool. And I think their ability to, frankly, tell that story in that video is out mm-hmm. of this world. I love the typography. I love the font. I love the storytelling, how they went about it, the script. Everything about that ad is Yeah, it inspiring. could have been confusing with the physical card being clear. Like, I initially thought it was a physical product, but... They, yeah, they, I don't, I don't think at the end you thought that though. No, not at all. I was pretty impressed. That's, but it required watching the video. AKQA's never really, I wasn't familiar with your work, AKQA. We aren't in the same universe. That's, that's pretty dang good. I got nothing really to say other than that was a phenomenal ad. So thanks everyone for tuning in. One day Brady and I will go to Canis. Canes. Canes. And enjoy the pool parties. <laughs> But, uh, seems, yeah, thanks for tuning nice. in. Like, subscribe, leave five stars, tell your family. Appreciate all y'all's week. support. Later.